Hi guys, and welcome back to the Sad Girls Club. It's week three, and I'm still dying inside. <laughs> I'm Amanda. Ashley. Alexis. Emily. And Megan. <laughs> Megan really does not want to be here tonight. <laughs> It's a little late. Uh, just as a disclaimer, we vape, and you'll hear that a lot in the background, and we're nicotine fiends, so if you don't like that, don't listen. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, today we're talking about scary stories. <laughs> what? Were you unaware? I didn't drop one, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> just as, as we're doing them, just think of something. I don't know. You don't have any scary stories? You've never played with a Ouija board? Well, yeah, but... You, you okay. Never had something ago. weird happen, and you don't remember. I don't got good memory. <laughs> oh, God, I don't got good memory. <laughs> the words get all blocked up in my mouth. I'll say I get real confused sometimes. I am confusion. I am confusion. confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but this is Arkansas, America. Explain. Arkansas. Do you want to start then, Amanda? Or I just was. I'm actually going to let um, Emily start. Oh, Emily. Oh. What a, ah. a surprise. <laughs> surprise. Well, I was figuring... anxiety-ridden woman on the spot. Yeah, yeah. literally. Um, I was actually figuring because she told me... Like, was it today or was it yesterday that you were telling me a couple? Um... Emily's yeah, always got some good-ass stories, man. Yeah. She's, she's so mm. into it, too, when she tells it. Yeah. I actually I want to I want you to kind of like tell the story about like your stalker guy but I'm like actually like dead ass scared that he listens to it oh kind of, me too honestly and, like I don't feel like that was really scary that was like I mean it is it's, scary like, funny. but it was really funny yeah it's funny <laughs> so did, did you tell like her like actually like scary stories yeah I had some just from like um have a few which one should i tell though both <clears throat> both of them yeah <clears throat> okay get her done yeah so first one was so when i was like two years old <clears throat> this is back when my parents were still together <clears throat> and they we lived in this little like townhouse and we would i used to jump on the bed a lot as a kid and I would jump on the bed all the time, and my parents would try to tell me to, like, not jump on the bed, and they'd say, Emily, don't jump on the bed. And then I would stop jumping for a second, and I'd look at my dad, and I would say, should I jump? And my dad would be like, no, you shouldn't jump. And I'd look at my mom, and I would say, should I jump? And she'd say, no. You're so cute. <laughs> oh, the dog. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he is so cute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He she gets scared really easy. The shit like, out of her dog. Sorry, guy. Okay, continue. Okay, so yeah, so I jump on the bed, and I would ask my dad, I'd say, should I jump? And he goes, no, you shouldn't jump. Alexis. <laughs> That's enough. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I need to put him in the room? No. <laughs> oh, his ball is under the entertainment center. This has oh, been derailed. Guy. By my dog. Okay, so you jump on the bed. So I would jump on the bed, and I'd look at my dad, and I'd say, should I jump? And he'd say, no, you shouldn't jump. And so I'd look at my mom, and I'd say, should I jump? And she'd say, no, you shouldn't jump. And then I'd look up in the ceiling corner, and I'd say, should I jump? Oh, God. And then what? I would go, okay. And then I'd start jumping. Yeah. And then I'd be like, he told me to jump. 
So, like, you were talking to somebody in, like, yeah, the like corner some, of your room. Yeah. Like, some... Random. Children are scary! Yeah. Yeah. Children are really scary. Oh, kids see, <laughs> like, okay. weird shit, man. Then another one. So, uh, my little cousin, she... When she was little, she used to have this imaginary friend. And she'd call him Joey. And she'd always go around the house and say that she wanted to play with Joey and like and this happened for I think like a couple of weeks I don't really remember but one day she went up to her mom and she's like I don't want to play with Joey anymore and my cousin she was like why do you want to play with Joey anymore and she said well Joey scares me and so then like um one day she was running down the hallway and she, like, tripped and fell over. And then she looked up behind her. There was nothing there. And she goes, Joey. And she goes, he pushed me. And then mm-hmm. um, one day they were all sitting on the, the couch and they were watching TV. And a commercial came on for, like, a scary movie. And there was some, like, demon-looking thing that went, like, came onto the screen. And she started freaking out and crying. And she's like, that looks like Joey. And then, one time, I was babysitting her when she was probably, like, six or so, five or six, and I, we were making water balloons, it was in the middle of summer, and we were trying to make the water balloons, and she, all of a sudden, she stopped, and she just started staring at her feet, and no matter how many times, like, I kept saying her name over and over and trying to get her attention, and she would not look up from her feet, she didn't make a sound, nothing and she was just staring like down at her feet and this happened for probably like three to five minutes like I could not get her attention at all and then all of a sudden she looked back up at me and she goes I'm back oh god what <clears throat> that's terrifying yeah it's scary you were probably like I need to go home I was like I gotta go I can't <laughs> baby so anymore. and then she just stopped then right <laughs> just like one day it was god. yeah and then one day she just stopped and she never talked about it again how old is she now um <clears throat> Nine. Mm. She'll she be ten s- in January. And she hasn't said anything about it. Mm-mm. That's the... S- what the fuck? I feel yeah. like it would be a little weird to ask her about it now, but, like, when she's, like, in her early, like, teens, like, 16 or something like that... You're just gonna bring back up that painful ass I would memory? be like, do you remember Joey? Like, I really need to know if he was a demon or not. You know what I mean? He was, like, yeah. an imaginary friend or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the... Th- sounds of it as far as like her especially like something on the tv that she's never seen before and she said that i would be like i'm eating this child (laughs) goodbye i'm getting rid of the whole thing i'm sending you to a catholic school and (laughs) you need some jesus you can live there they'll need jesus they'll do the exorcism on you and then once you are it's it's like rehab you send your child away that is possessed and Exercise. then they come back and they're better. Exorcism school. Exorcism <laughs> school. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They come back and they're clean. You know? Yeah. That's clean. their slogan. Their soul is clean. Yeah. They come back and they're clean. clean De-demonized. De-demonized. Mr. Clean. Yeah. De-demonized. Mr. Clean. <laughs> hey, um, just really quick as like a funny story. Tell them about Jimmy Jones. Because you said he's back. Oh, yeah, this is the whole thing that started... That's the whole thing that started me telling these stories. So, the other day, Amanda and I ordered Jimmy John's and we were ordering it. Um, I was on the computer and I asked her what kind of sandwich she wanted. 
and she was telling me what she wanted like for like the customization items and she's like oh like put a pickle on there for me so i'm like okay so i go to add the pickle and then it asks if you want it whole halved or quartered and i was like do you want it whole halved or quartered and she goes he wants it halved and then she just stops and stares at me she's like why did i just say that <laughs> i dead ass he like, wants it halved. i dead ass don't even know why i said that like i okay. and you wanted a, a spirit doll <laughs> and you're already possessed i just said he wants it he halved wants, i think i halved. meant to say halved and then it came out as like he and then i was like wants it halved <laughs> And so I was like, oh, okay, good. I'm psychotic now. So You have an inner man. And then right after, she just goes, when your multiple personalities start coming yeah. out. It was bad. Um, you want to talk about your house? Megan? I want to hear about your house. We talked about yeah, it before, like, briefly, but it. I haven't, I don't remember you, like, going into detail. But I think I remember Amanda telling me, too. That there was, like, weird stuff that happened, but I've never like heard any... Details. Yeah, any stories or anything about it. Oh, that's kind of a long story. I mean, do you want, like, the synopsis? <laughs> I want all want of the, the tea. I think everybody wants all of the tea. I mean, we have 48 <laughs> minutes here, so... I don't know, it's been a long time. Um... It definitely include the lady at your school, though, when you were going to school for aesthetics. Yeah. Because I feel like that was a huge breaking point. Well, so I guess my boyfriend, I moved in with my boyfriend probably like a year ago. And he lives at his grandma's house so he can like help her out and stuff because she's getting kind of old. Is it an old house? Yeah, it was built in 1910. What? I think. It was like one of the first on the... Like actual block, like there's like still a dirt road when they actually built the houses. Well, damn. So it's been there for a long time. Um, so I was st- I would stay over there before I moved in. I'd stay over there like a couple times out of the week and stuff. And like I don't know, like I never really thought too much of it just because like I was staying in somebody else's house and it was old and eerie and it made weird sounds, you know. So mm-hmm. like you don't really think anything of it. But then when I actually moved in, and I was staying, like, every night, obviously, because, you know, I moved in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Crazy I just, how things work. It's <laughs> weird, you know, how things pan out. Uh, <laughs> um, things started happening more, like, frequently, and I don't know if it's just because I was there more often that I noticed it more often. But, like, just weird little things, like, you'd go downstairs to go to the bathroom and you turn off the light and then like a couple hours later you go downstairs to go to the kitchen or something and the light would still be on like the light would be on and like I didn't think anything of it because there's other people living there so like maybe his grandma left it off I mean left it on or maybe he went downstairs and left it on like I don't know so like I never really thought about it in that context i was just like that's weird well the ghosts have no fucking respect for living on these damn lights yeah they need to pay the electric bill if they're gonna do that you need to start fucking pitching in dude (laughs) so i just never really thought about it and like it was a pretty creaky house you know like you walk up the stairs and every store like every uh stair creaks you know Mm -hmm. so like every once in a while you hear like creaks and stuff and 
I was just like, well, maybe it's the cat, you know, because... Trying to make logic there. Yeah, there's a cat that lives there, you know, so I'm like, it's probably the cat. Just little stuff like that. And then, um, there was one night where it always happened at night. Or, like, when I was alone. Oh. It was never, like, Sean and his grandma was there or, you know... It was just usually either either or were gone. And so, or like he would be asleep and I would wake up in the middle of the night and hear something weird. And um, so it was probably like three or four in the morning and I went downstairs to go to the bathroom. And I had walked like halfway down the stairs and then all of a sudden I felt like this pressure on my back. And I always had felt like the stairs were kind of like creepy, like something weird had happened, you know? But like, wh what are you gonna do, you know? Just make up weird scenarios in your head and scare yourself? Always. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, well, I gotta pee, so whatever happens, happens, but like I'm bursting right now. <laughs> I have to pee now. <laughs> I don't care, you know? So I had gone downstairs and I'd still had like a really weird, like eerie feeling and the light was on in the bathroom. And I know I turned it off <laughs> the last time I went down there. So I was like, whatever, I have to pee. I don't care. <laughs> so I go pee, do my business, whatever, turn the light off, and it's pitch black. And you can see, so like the bathroom's adjacent to the kitchen. And from the kitchen, if you stand in the kitchen, you can see all the way to the front door. So you can see all the way through the house. Mm -hmm. And so I was <clears throat> standing in the kitchen, and I kind of just like froze and was just like, this feels really weird, you know? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I have to go upstairs because the stairs are right next to the front door. So you have to go all the way through the house to go up the stairs. And so I start walking slowly and I start hearing like these weird little noises. And you know, I'm like, it's a cat, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden I had stopped like in the section where the living room starts where the front door is mm -hmm. and I had just stopped and I was like staring at my feet because I, I kept telling myself I'm like I don't want to look up because there's just something <coughs> weird going on I'm freaked out I couldn't breathe I was just like I really don't want to look up because I feel like I'm gonna see something that I don't want to see mm -hmm. and so <coughs> I probably sat there what felt like forever like it felt like a really long time and all of a sudden, I just had, like, this urge to look right in front of me, even though I really, <laughs> really did not want to, but I felt like I was, like, being forced, almost, like, they were, like, looking at me, you know? So I look up, and then all of a sudden, I see, like, this really tall black figure. Oh, fuck. It has no feet, and it has, like, a top hat on. Like, oh, it's like, an, fuck like an, a no. big man, yeah. And I just sat there and stared at it and like squinted because I was like, am I really seeing what I think I am? And I like couldn't breathe. I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know where to go, you know? And then I just said out loud, I was like, it's time to go. Like, you're not welcome here. And I blinked and he was gone. So then I went upstairs, I ran upstairs and I shut my door and then it took me like hours to fall back asleep and in the morning i it was at a time when i was in college 
and I had to go to class in the morning and I was like exhausted and there was this girl an older lady she was probably like in her like mid 50s and she was like a medium you know mm. I don't really know if she like called herself that but like she could see like angels and stuff like that and so I had asked her because I had asked her previously about like just random stuff never anything about my house but I had asked her like do you know anything like can you see anything that would be off-putting or like bad you know and she was like well I didn't necessarily want to say anything at first because I didn't want to scare you but since you've seen it then you already know and I was like okay well what is it and Megan had told her nothing <laughs> let me yeah. reiterate like I had never spoken to anybody about it except for like, this was just recent. Like, this was the the night before. So, I hadn't told anybody. I hadn't even told my boyfriend. Because he was asleep when I went to work, I mean, when I went to college. Like, went to my class. <clears throat> and so, I was like, okay, well, what is it? Like, you can't just say that and not tell me what the fuck is going on. And so, she was like, I was going to tell you before, but obviously I didn't want to scare you because if nothing was to come of it, then I didn't want to, like, Freak bring it towards you and make it happen, whether if it wasn't going to or not, you know? Oh. And so I was like, okay, well, what's going on? <laughs> and she was like, your doorway's a portal, basically, is what she told me. <laughs> what? Your f she basically told me that my front door is a portal to, like, the other world. Oh, hell no. I'm That's not like, there anymore. <laughs> and so I was like, she's like, there's good, there's bad, but there's a lot of energy there. That's why there is times where I would come home from work or school and feel immediately exhausted. Like, things were, like, oh. my house was crowded, but nobody was home. Mm -mm. Or there would be times where I felt completely alone. Like it just depended on the day. There's times where I didn't see anything, feel or see anything. There is times where it was all night, all day. And so she was like, basically what that means is that whoever is living there, whoever is the owner of the actual house, is letting that happen. And I was like, well, it's his grandma, you know? Like... I don't really know why she doesn't believe in any of it like I had said stuff to her before and she was like no I don't think that's true just trying to make like logic of it yeah like, trying to like put yeah. it off <clears throat> and she was like well subconsciously she's either she's doing it or somebody else that there is doing it either it could be her or like a really strong spirit that's there but it's happening and so I was like okay well what do I do like she's never been to the house no she didn't even, like... She didn't have she any background whatsoever. She was just a classmate. Like, we just knew each other from college. She didn't know who I was, really. Like, this was, like, pretty soon into the semester. And so I was like, okay, well, like, what can I do? Can I close the portal? Like, can I... Sage it the fuck up! Because, like, I can't fucking sleep. I mm -hmm. am scared all the time. Like, it was running my life. And so she was like, well... You can close the portal, but at the end of the day, whoever's keeping it open is going to open it again. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Get rid of grandma, goodbye. <laughs> she was like, Kick her out. She was like, there's a lot of things that you can do, 
but mostly like what she's like what I would suggest doing if you're a guest there like if this isn't something under your control if she's not willing to let you sage or like do anything that way which she wasn't she was just like well I think it's a bunch of bullshit which I can I can respect like not everybody believes in that stuff and I'm not gonna like come into your home and be like oh well I'm staging your yeah. fucking house now I'm not well, gonna do that <laughs> did she live there alone or did your boyfriend always live there my boyfriend has always lived there someone the of the family has yeah. always lived there but really. she is a single she's single yeah and so um so the my classmate was basically like you can um basically what you can do is just protect yourself like make sure that like you're keeping it light and positive within yourself and if you feel like anything's like predatory towards you like coming for you you can just basically she always used to tell me like tell them that they're i know this kind of sounds cheesy (laughs) but that they're like they are light they are loved they are important and she always told me to like go tell them to go send their love and positivity to like all the plants in the neighborhood or like the people or something like that give them something to do because the reason why they're staying there is because they're being noticed by me and they're getting a rise out of me because they're bored they're stuck here they don't have anything to do they feel like they don't have a purpose you know so i (laughs) every time i feel scared it doesn't matter if it was like two in the afternoon or two at night like in the morning i would like literally just sit in my bed and just like repeat that over and over and over in my head and i felt crazy (laughs) but like for the longest time like little things would happen I never saw the man ever again, and I never saw, like, any admiration again, but, like, I think, like, a couple months later, it was during the summertime, and so she, like, puts the swamp cooler in one of the windows in the living room, and then she has a desk that's adjacent to that, so if you're looking at it, the swamp cooler is, like, constantly hitting the Mm. desk, and the papers are, you know, flowing and stuff like that, like, there's a lot of like air that hits that desk and there is a cup like a cup that was sitting there and it was probably it was later at night and once again I had gone to the bathroom and come back and I had walked past the desk and I turned around and I saw the like the cup that was sitting on the desk and so if like the cup was sitting at a point where if the fan was blowing on it it would have tipped a certain way like, it's kind of hard to, like, explain yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. But it would tip where the, the, where the air flow was, of the air yeah. was blowing. And so I stopped and I looked at the cup for some reason. I don't know why. And then all of a sudden, it, like, flicked the opposite way and fell on the floor. Towards, towards the <laughs> so wind. towards the wind. So that's, logically, that doesn't make any sense. Uh-uh. That wouldn't make any sense at all. <laughs> and so... It was at the time where I felt, like, pretty confident in myself and was just like, what the fuck ever, like, fuck off. Because <laughs> I had been at the point where I was like, I'm tired of this, like, I don't want to be nice anymore because it's obviously not working. <laughs> and so I saw the cup tip and it fell on the floor. And I just picked it up and put it back on there and I was like, knock your shit off. 
<laughs> they literally said that out loud. I was like, fucking stop. I like, I'm tired right now. Like, can we not? That's <laughs> basically what I said. <laughs> you're like, you're like talking to a toddler. Yeah. And you're like, can you stop? <laughs> so I went upstairs. Bed time. Yeah. yeah. I went upstairs, went back to bed. I didn't hear anything else all night. And that is pretty much like the last time that anything super weird has happened. When was that though? Like over this, like you said, it was over the summer. Was it like this past summer? This summer, yeah. Oh, hey. you had the light sensor too. That was like right when I moved in, though. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about that. But ever since then, we went on a trip to Montana in August, and then ever since then, nothing weird has happened when we came home. Nothing weird has happened at all, and I've actually felt a lot better in that house. I don't know why. Like, I just don't really feel anything anymore. Sometimes it's a little weird, but nothing compared to, like, what it used to be. Well, I think, like, sometimes you, like, get in your head, too. Yeah, I felt like because... I felt like I was going crazy at first because I've never lived in a haunted house. I have never really seen any, like, spiritual, like, ghost stuff. Like, that's just never really been a thing in my life. And so... I was just trying to rationalize everything. Like, I was just like, it's just me. Like, this is a new house. I'm not used to it. Sean didn't believe me. He was like, whatever. I've lived here my entire life. And Maybe he, he it's him. <laughs> Maybe he's the one it's opening Sean. the portal. But I feel like it's closed now. Like, I really don't feel anything weird at all. Other than, like, when you were saying before, like, before the whole admiration thing happened, um, we used to have like a motion light sensor on top of a doorway in the other, like in our a room that's like adjacent to ours. And we would have it there because the light switch, it's an old house. So the light switch is like all the way on the other side of the room. Yeah. So I had to walk through the dark room where I can't see shit. To turn on the to light. To turn on the light. And so we used to have like a little motion light sensor on top of the doorway. So when you walked into the room, it would, it would turn on and you could see what you were doing. And so... It used to go off in weird times, <laughs> and so I would close the door because it freaked me out. That whole room just always used to scare the shit out of me, and I used to close the door at night, and then I would, when I would go to go to the bathroom at the in the middle of the night, I would like see it flickering on and off with the door closed, <laughs> like underneath the door you could see it flipping on and off. And on and off. Mm-mm. And I was like, oh, well, we're taking that down. <laughs> I was like, Sean, I don't want that up there anymore. <laughs> so we finally, it finally just ran out of batteries and we just threw it away. But I always used to shut the door because that used to creep me out really bad. Yeah. But other than that, nothing weird has happened. <laughs> so she far. says, I saw a full apparition. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty scared. I'm not going to lie. I remember you telling me about it. You were real stressed. I was, yeah, just because I felt helpless. Like, I just didn't know what I was supposed to do. And I think she, my classmate, helped me out a lot because she kind of helped me understand instead of being, like, understand where I guess they're coming from instead of being, like, totally terrified. Because I'm like, you know, your first instinct is like, this bitch is going to kill me. Like, I'm going to fucking die, you know? This bitch. You, I've seen a lot of scary movies. This bitch is going to kill me. I know people like you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I for sure thought that, like, this was just, like, if I was going to stay here, this was going to be my life. Like, I thought that this was just going to go on forever. But she kind of helped me understand that not 
all of them are bad and maybe they just need a purpose, you know? And so stuff like that doesn't necessarily scare me anymore. But Amanda likes, you know, since you want to welcome it to your home. I, I like to antagonize to. things. Um, your my house fucking scares you, though. No, it so. doesn't. I think it's cool. So, like, <laughs> and I'm the person that, and I have even showed Alexis videos because. <laughs> um, and Emily actually is pretty fucked up, too. But I. <laughs> you got I, that, right? <laughs> I don't. I, I like to get scared. Um. And yeah, you like I to don't. scare me. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't really have a lot of, I guess, emotion. Is that how you would say it? I don't. I think. Yeah, I get what you're, like you're saying. You're desensitized to it because like, when I lived there and it was happening <laughs> like that all the time, I was pretty desensitized too. Like you would come over to my house and I'd be like, "Well, something weird happened. Sorry." Like. But then again, I've, like, ghost hunted for, like, since I was 17. So, like, I I want that shit. I never liked really doing that when I was younger. I've never played with a Ouija board. Like, fuck that. Fucking about it, I Like, I just... I just don't necessarily want to bring that into my life. Because I first-hand experienced the bad part. And so I'm like, rather not. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know if it's just, like, because they left or maybe just feel like they don't have a purpose there anymore because I don't give them the time of day or if what she actually told me is going to work or not. But it seemed like after a long, a good amount of time, like things got less heavy and more like playful in a way. And then after I was like, okay, I'm over it. Like, you can go now. You heard the ghost's feelings. It was like she yelled at me. I know. But I think the part that really creeped me out was, like, not even necessarily seeing what I saw, but, like, what she said was, like, just, like... Oh, so you've seen it now. Confirmation of, like... That you're not crazy, like... And, like, that there's multiple spirits in that house, and... They come and go as they please, and like I basically, like I basically felt like I had no control over my own home, you know, like where I was living. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. That sounds really crazy. <laughs> and even when I went over there too, because I would go over there pretty often. And you know, it's weird because like she was saying, you sometimes like you would go in there and like you would feel like the heaviness. It's it's so hard to explain. It's almost like. And I feel like the only way that you can really understand it is if you have, like, social anxiety or, like, claustrophobia. Yeah. So it's, like, imagine being at a concert in a mosh pit and you really hate mosh pits. But <laughs> not being able to see any of it. Just having the feeling mm-hmm. of, like, the claustropho- like being claustrophobic and feeling like it's loud. And heavy. It's very like, heavy. You just want to get out, but, like... You can't rationalize it. You're not in a mosh pit in a concert. You're in your silent home alone. And it's like, but you feel all these feelings and emotions that are coming at you, but you you can't see it. Like It's not like something tangible. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. But so I like, like it. I used to You're look over my shoulder all though. the time. I used to like, I don't know. It just felt like so unnatural. Well, I mean, like, it, it is, but 
It definitely is supernatural. <laughs> yeah, supernatural. it's just like a feeling that like I I had never experienced. Before. You need some ghost hunters or ghost freaking busters up in your freaking house. Ghostbusters. <laughs> but I'm just happy I didn't get like any weird shit. You know, any possession. Like, some really fucked up stuff. So thank God. <laughs> Amanda? Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> I Tell have, us a story. I have done a, story. a lot of ghost hunting. I've done a lot of professional, not, well, I've only done professional ghost hunting once. Amateur, just kidding. <laughs> and then I did more of, like, stuff on my own with, like, my cousin and stuff like that. And there was always whenever we would go to these places they would always say make sure that when you leave you tell the spirits that they're not welcome to go with you because they will follow you and that's like one thing that always resonated with me and the fact that she told that ghost to go away and never saw it again was like that's pretty fucking legit because that's what they do you know what i mean unless they're like actual demons and have like power over you and like have a reason to stay then normally they're just like, oh, okay, sorry. Didn't mean to step yeah. in the wrong house. You know what I mean? Sorry. I'll see <laughs> my know. way out. I'm I'll see out. my way out. I'm going to head out. I'd like to get by now. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. You found who this? Yeah, so I don't know. I have a couple of crazy ones. So for my 17th birthday, I begged my dad to take me down to Asylum 49. And Asylum 49 is down in Tooele, and it was a old mental hospital. That they changed into a haunted attraction. Which they have, yeah. So, and they only do it during the, um, you know, Halloween season, and it's a full-on, like, touch. Like, they can take you, put you in caskets, um, you know, pull you. They're real fun. Yeah. So, I've never been to that, but um, they did have something where you could rent the entire um hospital out for one night and it was like eight hundred dollars or something but we all we all like pitched in money for it and whatnot and we all went down there and we had like a relatively small group i think there was probably nine or ten of us that went and i asked nicole to go that night but she was babysitting that's besides the point (laughs) um (laughs) i just felt like i had to say that because i'm still so upset that she didn't go because I would have loved to have someone, like, still around that I can, like, share that experience with. Um, my dad, obviously, but my cousin. Um, but we went down there, and they said that because we were a relatively small group, um, that they would give us, like, all of their professional, like, EVP readers. Um, voice box? They didn't give us a voice box, no. That's lame. But. That'd be cool. Or a spirit um, box on a voice box. Yeah, spirit yeah, box. yeah, spirit box. Um, and then the... What's the light thing called again? The EM... Like a... Like the thermal? No, it like was like... EVP? A, no, EVP is the voice thing. Uh, well... It has the lights on it, and it... The, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking EMF? about. EMF? I think it might be EMF. EMF sensor. And um, they gave us a flashlight, a magnetic one. But we were going through, and it's it's a big place, and we had gone through the where the um, the OBGYN, I guess you could say, like where the women had their babies, and she said that there was a man in there, and he was very rude to women, did not like women, 
And so I was like, well, that's cool. I'm not going back there. Yeah. I was like, we're going to walk through this. She's like, she said, and before we went through that part too, she was like, obviously I'm a woman. We're going to go through this part really quick because quite honestly, I don't want to be in here. I was like, oh shit. I was like, so we're not going back in this area again. (laughs) So we walked through it. And then once we get outside, she looks at us and she has this huge scratch across her chest. Like it's, it's not bleeding profusely, but if you take like a cat, yeah, yeah, if you take a cat and like scratch it and there was like a little blood in certain parts, but like you could tell that someone had taken like their fingers and like scratched her. And she said, I didn't want to say anything while we were in there, but he did this to me while we were in there. It was like, yeah, so absolutely not. Am I going in there? No one can convince me I'm not going in there. So that happened, and I was like, okay. I was like, because I went in kind of skeptic, because this was like my first experience ever, like ghost hunting or anything. And I was like, okay, so this is pretty fucking legit because that looks like it hurts. And like, there was no way that it could have been like SFX from the time that we walked in there to the time that we got out of that building. And so we went in and it started getting pretty late and not to mention it was a full moon that night as well. So they say like spirits are supposed to be like extra active and blah, blah, blah. So I think there was like two things that like really first come to mind. No, three. So we did like the entire um, like sit on your hands type thing. And then you can ask them questions and the light turns on and the flashlight rolls and all that happened. And we asked them questions and everything like that. Um, And then they said that there was a little girl in there. And I guess when they had the haunted attraction up, um, when the people came out, they were like, what was your favorite room? Like, what was your favorite part? And they were like, we really loved the little girl in the bathtub. Like everyone was saying, I love the little girl in the bathtub. And they were like, what are you talking about? And they tried, they started to explain it more and they were like, we don't have anyone in that room. And I guess there is every single year, there's a little girl that literally puts on a full apparition and plays in the haunted house. That's kind of cool though for her. It is cool. Yeah. Like the fact that she's like having fun doing it is like sick to me. And so she, um, and I guess she's like very, very open and stuff like that. So, um, We had gone into a room with, like, a bunch of toys and stuff like that, and I, we were, like, asking her questions, and it was me, my dad, my uncle, my ex-boyfriend. I don't think there were any girls there at all, come to think of it, other than me, but we were sitting there asking questions, and I heard a little girl giggle, like, right in my ear. And then I looked over at everyone and like their faces were like speechless. Like it was like everyone else heard it. So that was weird. And then walking out, I was the very last person to walk out of the building right before we had left. And I was looking down this really long hallway. And then there was like aluminum around one of the doors at the very end of the hallway. And so I flashed my flashlight up and I saw an entire apparition walk across the hallway. And so I, like, asked the lady, the tour lady in front of me, I was like, is there anyone down that hallway? And she's like, no. She's like, you're the last one out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was all at Asylum 49. And then I used to go ghost hunting at Belshire, which is a old mental hospital again. 
in Ogden. Abandoned. Yeah. yeah, it's abandoned. And the story is, is that the psychologist there created a serum that helped calm his patients, but he used it to torture them. Um, like, to the point where they were, like, barely even, like, alive type thing. Um, and so... There, I had a lot of shit happen there. Like, if I was... If I, I could literally take up the entire 48 minutes. But, so there's three levels. There's a basement, a middle floor, and then a top floor. And on the very top floor, on the far right, there's a kitchen. And then there's, like, a walkway and then, like, a balcony into the bo- the middle floor, which um, has, like, a common area. And then there's stairs down, but it's really open. Like, if you wanted to jump off the balcony, you could type thing. And so um, there was one of the huge old, old swamp coolers, like the ones that are probably like eight, nine feet tall. And every single time that we would go in there, like I would make sure that my phone was charged, like it would be at 100% when I'm walking in the door. And within an hour, my phone would be dead. So that tells you like how powerful the energy was in there. And um, there was one time when we were all the way in the basement and the big swamp cooler was at the very top floor. And then um, when you went down to the second floor down the stairs, the entrance was the back entrance was right there. And so we were all the way down in the basement and we were kind of like looking around because we had just barely gotten there because they always said to like look for squatters like homeless people inside of these buildings so we would go and like scope the place out because like they could attack you they could stab you with a needle i don't know some stupid shit like that so we were looking around in the basement and we heard like a huge crash like it made like my ears like burn and we had come up and the swamp cooler was like blocking the entrance something had pushed it off so I mean, and it was easily probably like seven, 800 pounds. <laughs> so that was really scary. And then I would always hear like music playing and stuff like that. And, but every single time that I would drive away off to the east side, there was a big giant window. And I would always see like a large man in a suit standing there. And I know it sounds like a little slender manny. Slender, <laughs> but um i would always see like a large man standing in that window and at one point they had a haunted house in there a long long time ago and it was only up for like two weeks for like one year for like the season or whatever and i was talking to a family friend of mine um last year or so and she said that she actually like worked at that um haunted house and I was talking to her about it and, like, how creeped out I was and, like, I had had experience there, experiences there and stuff like that. And she started talking about her experiences. And I hadn't even mentioned the man. And she looked at me and she said, have you ever seen that man in that window on the top floor? Yeah. yeah. She had no context, nothing. And we had seen the same exact thing. Hmm. So, yeah. I have many more, many, many more, but... <laughs> That's scratching the surface. I feel like that's a lot. That's what nightmares are made of, you know? I've never seen, like, an apparition like that. Oh, I have. Yeah, it's... I think it's cool. 
It's cool, but at the same time, like, it's, like, burned into your brain. You'll never Oh, no, I'll it. never forget it. But, like, the living room still scares me. Because <laughs> that's where I saw that What's dude. weird, though, is that, like, the only time that I ever felt threatened or ever have felt threatened was the time when the swamp cooler fell and there was really no apparition no nothing and then there was another time that i was up on the top floor like looking through the rooms because one of the doors kept opening and shutting when there was no airflow and then i heard like a like right in my ear and then there was a girl um my cousin's yeah my cousin's ex-girlfriend was standing next to me and he would both of our boyfriends were in front of us and they didn't hear anything, but instantly when I felt the breath hit my ear and I heard it, me and her looked at each other. And I was like, did you fucking feel that? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, she looked at her boyfriend and obviously she started freaking out. And she's like, we need mm-hmm. to fucking go. Ew. And so every single time we would leave, we would do the same thing of like the, you are not welcome to follow me home. You need to stay here. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. That's my uh, spirit stories. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely have a lot more, but I feel like that's enough. I don't know. Ashley, do you have any? Um, so have you guys ever heard of uh, the Weeping Widow in Logan, in the yeah. cemetery? Yeah. So. You have to explain it to me because I don't. The, the Weeping Widow is like a huge ass statue that is like part of a grave, but it's like bigger than let me just throw this in the perspective it's probably bigger than like a nine foot christmas tree it's huge oh so it's tall tall and big it's probably it's probably about four or five feet wide and that tall like it's massive this statue and the statue is of this woman who is kneeling and it looks like she's crying because she's holding her hands like this like I don't want to say, like, over her mouth, but her hands are, like, in front of her. She's, like, hunched she's like, over. Yeah, she's, yeah. like, hunched over, like, kneeling down with her hands out. Mm-hmm. So, um, we went, me and a bunch of friends from college went into the cemetery. And that's trespassing because that's not, you know, yeah. Utah State property. And Utah State is, like, literally, like, there's dorms across, like, this little like you road. Can see it yeah, you dorms. can see it from the dorms, this huge cemetery in Logan. So, me and a bunch of my friends during a full moon. Of course. Of course. Instead of going to to become true Aggies and kiss on the A, decided to go into the cemetery. And you know how you were talking about your phone and stuff. And everybody's like Snapchatting all this bullshit as we're walking through this pitch black cemetery. Because there's no lights in there. They don't want people to go trespassing into it because they, they know don't that, want it to make yeah. it, make it look enticing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's pitch ass black. There's no lights except for the little like tea lights that people leave by their loved ones' graves. So we're walking aimlessly through this fucking cemetery, where we're walking and people have like their phone lights out and stuff, but we're trying to like be super nonchalant about it because we're trespassing. And then your mind starts playing tricks on you. Like, there's, like, big-ass trees, and so you start seeing shit. So we finally find this... Nobody knew where we were going, either. But we we finally find this statue in the middle of the cemetery. And so I guess somebody had looked it up. If you look it up online, like, it'll tell you about it. I don't know if she 
lost her husband, lost her kids. Something happened to this woman. Well, if she's a widow, then yeah, I would Yeah, I don't... I think husband. something happened to, like, her whole family except for her. Yeah. Until later in life. Something despairing. Yeah. That's for sure. So, it happens at midnight, I guess, where if you say... I think if you say, like, weep, widow weep or something like that over and over and over again you can like feel like tears underneath the eyes of this statue oh so it feels like it's raining almost it feels like she's crying Uh it's weird misty yeah it's fucking weird so we were all standing around the statue it's probably about 10 minutes to midnight and everybody like i said snapchatting like the statue and like the 40 of us that are all out there like i was a freshman in college like i did stupid shit yeah and i mean i probably about (laughs) i would say about two to three minutes before when people were still snapchatting their phone would die instantly didn't matter what percentage it was at it it died so i mean nobody really thought anything of it we're like oh it's kind of cold like it's it's october like it's kind of cold like maybe your phone shut off because it's cold because we all know how iphones are yeah um so and i'm like getting shaky telling this because it was literally like the weirdest thing one of the weirdest things i've ever like experience because i didn't really believe in it either skeptic for yeah sure. for sure Everyone's especially about like until they an urban it. legendy kind of thing like that yeah. you know yeah the shit that you read online so they started saying it when it like turned midnight and i fucking shit you not every single person that was there all 40 of us our phones died i wasn't even taking fucking snapchats or anything and my phone died yeah. It was in my pocket. I pulled it out because I was, like, trying to see what time it was. My phone was fucking dead. Everybody's phone was dead. And so every single one of us went up and touched this lady's face, and it was fucking wet. Ew. Underneath. Weird. Only, only, only underneath her eyes. Because they're, like, indented in the statue. Yeah, they're, like, carved in. Yeah, yeah. they're, like, carved in. And I was just like, What? the fuck that like makes me sad yeah it was it was it's like a weird thing that happens and it only happens during a full moon so all of us are start walking out and stuff and i started hearing shit behind us i started like seeing the or thinking that i was seeing things like in the trees like on the corner of your eyes yeah and it was weird so we ended up leaving the cemetery and as soon as we walked out and was, like, crossing the road, every single person's phone turned back on. And all Whoa. of these Snapchat videos, stories, were gone. Were gone. Every single person Weird. that had posted it on their story, it didn't even say, like, failed to, to it upload. Just it, it just wasn't there. That's what? insane. So, yeah, I did a lot of stupid things in college, but that was one of them. But it's literally, like, the cemetery is, like, 100 feet from the dorms. What did they expect? Yeah, like weird <laughs> shit, you know. Was it a hundred feet from the dorms that we stayed in when me and you went on the? Uh, it's on the other side of the campus. Oh, okay. They're like the the ghetto-y looking yeah. dorms. It's mm-hmm. like oh, Mountain View and Tower View. Ones. Yeah, so it's like a girls only dorm and a boys yeah, only dorm. Yeah, so mm. it's it's like right there, and I mean there was this other time we ended up going to the nunnery, which is That's up. Like- that's creepy shit. We, I was, like, super drunk, and we went up to the nunnery up. Uh, it's I think that's Logan Canyon, because Sardine yeah, Canyon is, is to get to Logan. Yeah, yeah so you so, have to go from Brigham to Sardine Canyon, and then you go to Logan, and then that's where Logan Canyon comes out. Yeah, to it's Bear like, Lake. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've been through there then. Yeah. So yeah. it's... The nunnery is, like, hidden in the woods. Like, you have to go down, like, a dirt road. Are they nice there? 
No. No. <laughs> I think um, that's even... It, I would have to say that's probably it, like, even more unsafe. It's literally super like. unsettling, and I was reading online about it's it. It's huge. I'm fucking about it. I, it. I was reading online about it, and there was these kids who got kidnapped. Yeah. Up like there. Like, stopped. legitimately? They got... Yeah. Because they got kidnapped and zip tied and like thrown into one of the houses. Well, because people like people know that kids go there to have fun and screw around. Uh, like the one time yeah. that I got that I almost got thrown in jail for trespassing at K's Crossing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we all parked our cars and you. It's it almost looks like a giant like railroad sign fence that you have to climb over, mm-hmm. and it almost looks like there was, like, railroad tracks there at some point, or some kind of trail-looking thing. Yeah. So, and there's a bunch of different pull-offs that have those, but we found the one, and we parked our cars, like, away from it, and we started walking, and it's literally, like, a circle of small houses around a pool. Empty pool. And oh. it, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. So... Of course, me being super drunk was like, I ain't scared of shit. And so I they made me go first into everywhere. And there was really, there's like a lot of weird energies that are there. And we all had like our phone flashlights on and stuff. Like nothing, nothing like fucked with our shit. But I walked into this house and they're all. Is it all abandoned? All yeah. abandoned. Oh, okay. But it used to be a group a of nuns that lived a there. A yeah. nunnery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I walked into this house and I mean, they all kind of look the same, but I walked into the house and there was a chair sitting in the middle of this room with, I don't even, I don't know if it was like, I don't remember if it was like a stuffed animal or like. A toy, maybe somebody had put there to like freak people out because it was literally in the middle of the room. Like, someone but, had staged it. Yeah, but then there was like a rope above the chair and it was swinging, but there was no airflow into this room at uh. all. And it was just swinging. And I was standing in the fucking doorway and I was just like thinking about it. And I mean, I wasn't all there at that point. I mean, like, but, yeah. and I thought I was trying to like, I was trying to rationalize it. Cause yeah. I was like, well, maybe it's cause I'm drunk, but we all, I think there was like probably only like five or six of us that went and don't ask me why, but we all kind of walked in there and we were just staring at it and it didn't stop swinging. Like, and like I said, I thought maybe like we hit something and like it shook whatever it was attached to. So it was to. just a straight rope hanging it, from the ceiling. Straight rope. How was it hung up there? I don't know. And I like that. It looked stage. Yeah. But then it just didn't stop swinging. It's like the the momentum never like it never like went down. Yeah. Was it was it, it just. Would you say that it was, like, consistent, kind of slow, or was it fast, like, rage? It was just, like, swaying. it was kind of slow. It was, like, swaying. Like, it, like, a rope would, like, swaying in the wind, but, like... There's no wind. There's no wind, and if you're thinking about it, like, a gust of wind comes from usually the same area, so, like... It's and then it would stop. Yeah. yeah, it would gust it once, and it and would blow it would one blow way, and then it would kind of sway, and then yeah. it would stop. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's honestly a lot of weird energies up there. I don't know, like, the complete story behind, like, why it's abandoned, why it was ever there. Well, don't you worry. Happened. We will have it for you next week because <laughs> I'm a look into it. <laughs> it's probably one of the places that I don't think I would ever go. 
Would you go to Ted Bundy's cabin? We live in Utah, by the way. <laughs> We're in Utah, folks. So, yeah, Ted Bundy's cabin is just a drive away. Well, the basement so. part is the only thing that's really there they, still. Yeah, I thought they tore down the house, but the basement, like, the cellar's still there. Yeah, the that's cellar where is he still did there. Everything, that's know? where he kept all the bodies yeah. was in the cellar. Yeah, so mine aren't, like, super, like, weird, like, but I just felt... Wait, I don't like to talk about my weird stuff because I live alone. So I'm just no, like, like... I need to go home and sleep on my Oh, that's true. Huh, Sean. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when I have a sleep on my <laughs> I'm like, oh, well... Not at your house, though. <laughs> Fuck, Not right? at your house. Alexis, do you have any? Yeah, I have one. Like, well, I have a couple, but I have one that, like, Stands out I was thinking about. So, um, like I said at the beginning... When Matt asked me if I did play Ouija board, I have played with a Ouija board a couple of times, but there was one time I played it in my mom's basement. And the house that's that I went to? Yeah. Oh. But it was like, I don't know, I did it when I was like 14. And obviously I didn't like believe it, you know? You're just like, whatever, it's a yeah. game. Yeah, it was like me and my friend, we just did it. Just because that probably everyone else was like, ooh, that's fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Try it, yeah. But, um, so, like, there was, like, a couple of weird things that happened after that, but there was one time that really, like, stands out to me, and I was probably, like, 15 or 16 at this time, and um, my friend was over, and I don't remember where my mom was, but my mom and all my siblings, like, everybody was gone, so it was just me and her there. And, um... We were, so, in my mom's house, like, there used to be a couch that would, like, I don't know how to say it, like, face the wall, okay? And then there was a TV on the wall, and then behind the couch was, like, the railings, and then the kitchen upstairs, right. okay? And then there was, like, stairs and stairs. Kind of the way that my mom's house is set up? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a yeah. split level, but, like, kind of not... I don't know. It has like an open balcony. Like you could stand on the balcony and watch TV. Yeah. Like I could be in the kitchen and watch TV downstairs. Yeah. 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 And then there was stairs like to the downstairs and then there was like stairs to the basement. Yeah. So like when you first walk in the door, there's like adjacent stairs. So when you walk in like the front door, there's stairs to go upstairs and there's stairs to go downstairs. And then you go around and there's stairs to go Literally my mom's house. Yeah. So... We were downstairs watching TV, and... I like how it's your mom's house and not your mom and dad's house. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's a different story. <laughs> um, but, so me and my friend are just sitting down there, we're watching TV, and nobody's home, obviously. And, like, there's, like, the door to the garage, and, like, it's, it's an unfinished garage, so it's all, like, cement and stuff and whatever. And we, like, the door's really hard to close... So sometimes it wouldn't close all the way because, like, it's, I don't know, it's broken. It doesn't it's shut right. Loose. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a little loosey-goosey. <laughs> um, but, like, so we were just sitting there, and the door just, like, kind of, like, creaked open a little. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe, because we leave the garage open a little bit because we have cats and stuff that would come in and out of the garage, right? It's like there's a drive. Yeah, so I was like, well, maybe, like, it just didn't, you know, shut all the way, right? So I just went up and shut it. And nothing happened for, like, probably, like, 20 or 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden we hear just, like, this light kind of, like, knocking. But it, like, in my head I thought it was footsteps, right? Because I was just tripping myself out. But, like, it was just kind of, like, a faint little knock. 
And so I looked over at her, and she was just looking at me, and I was just like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I, like, we both heard that. And so we're just sitting there, like, staring at each other, and all of a sudden the TV just turns off. Ah! Yeah. And so we were just like, okay, but it was really weird. Neither of us, like, got up or anything. We just stood, like, we just sat there staring at each other. Because we were like, (laughs) yeah, just froze, like. And then all of a sudden my cat, like, walks down the stairs sits in front of us, so we're on the couch, facing the TV, sits in front of us, facing us, where you can see the balcony, like, you know, the behind, you, behind us, the kitchen, and just sits there for a second, and then all of a sudden she just starts wandering her eyes back and forth upstairs. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Ew, I hate animals, yeah. dude. <laughs> I, I hate it when they do animals. that. When Lil yeah. stares at the ceiling, I'm like, can you fucking stop? It, You're stressing like, me out. At that point, we were both just, like, shaking, and no one else was home. Like, let me remind you, no one was else was home. Was it pitch black in the house, too? Like, were you watching, like, movies? Like, were you watching TV in the dark? Or, like, was... it Downstairs, it was dark. But upstairs, we had... There's a little light above the sink in the kitchen, and we had that on, but that was it. So it was pretty dim. So it was... Yeah, I mean, it was not pitch black dark, but it wasn't, like, light. Yeah, by fully any lit. means. Yeah, yeah it wasn't fully We'll say lit. dim. Yeah. And so we just like stare at each other. We're both just shaking, but we're still just frozen because we just don't know what to do. Like we were so scared. And I was literally like, I don't know, like 15 or 16. And I was just sitting there. And then all of a sudden we both stood up and just booked it up the stairs. Like, and we went and turned on all the lights everywhere. Literally. And we just stood there for a second. And then the cat just like followed followed us up the stairs like nothing happened. I don't like that. Yeah, it was really, really, really scary. I don't scary. like Can you that. imagine if the cat had, like, hissed? Ew. Or, like, started, like, or started the... Yeah. 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 Excuse me. I'm gonna see myself out. See you later. Out of left. Out of and like, fuck this shit. We didn't have anywhere to go. I, you Outside. Know, I'm actually pretty sure I was at, like only 15 because you didn't have a car. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't have a car. Or we would have fucking left for sure. Yeah. Like, I would have just went outside, but that's just me. I'm a weirdo. I'm like outside. Well, I go safe. outside at night after I saw that shit. I go outside in the dark. No, we just turned on all the lights and just kind of like stood there. Staring at each other. That's scary. It was, yeah. Ooh, even just thinking about it now just gives me. Yeah, that's scary. I don't like that. The chills, but yeah. I don't like that. Um, did you have any you wanted to share since I gave you yours? I think those are like the big ones. I have to think of some more. I know. I would have to think. Yeah. Like, like I know I have lots of stuff. I actually have some crazy ones for my dad. My dad used to work at the, he was a chef at the, so, the Ben Lomond Hotel before it was. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so back when it was the Radisson, he used to work at this restaurant called the Skyline. Um, and he was a chef there, and man, does he have some stories. I'd have to get, like, no, ex- hear them exactly again, but specifically, there's this one story. They kind of all mesh together, so I'm just kind of not going to tell it right, but. So they would work the night shift, and he, so this is back when my dad was probably my age, um, maybe a little bit older than I am now, but he was, like, in his early 20s, 
and he worked there with his brothers. They were all chefs, and they would all just, like, dick around, and, like, they worked at the Skyline, and they would just dick around, like, they had a ton of fun, but a bunch of weird shit would always happen. And uh, I remember one night, their manager or someone that had worked at the hotel had printed off um, this paper, or not printed it, but it was, like, on, like, a typewriter. I don't know if there were printers back in this day. My dad's old. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um, but they had just, print, they had just um, like, typed up this paper, and it was brand new, and then they couldn't find it at all. They had no idea where the paper was, and they were asking everyone, like, in the kitchen, they're like, hey, can you guys help us find this paper? We don't know where it's at. And nobody could find the paper. And then all of a sudden, they get a call for room service in this certain room. Um, I can't remember what the room number was, but they get, like, or they got a call, like, that they thought was going to be a room service call. And uh, Tell me it was on the 13th floor. I think it was. Fuck. But I, can't, I can't really remember. But, um, so they got a call, with what they thought was going to be a room service call, and they picked it up, and no one answered at all. And so they were like, okay. So they went to, like, the, ho the desk, and the desk person was like, no one's booked in that room. Like, there's no possible way you could have gotten a call from that room. Because nobody's in there. And so they're like, no, like, we got a call from that room. Like, I, like, I promise you. And then the front desk rang from that, from that room. And so they're like, what the hell? So they fucking sent security up there. So security goes up there, and they're like, we're, we're going to sit down here. Like, so they send security up there in the room, and security goes in the room, and they're like, no one's, and as security's in the room, yeah, they're like, no one's in here, no one's in the room. And the front desk gets another call from the room right next to it, also where oh, nobody was in. fuck. Where nobody was booked in there either. Ew. So then they start freaking out, and my dad's like, we're fucking out of here. Like, we're fucking leaving. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm cleaning up my shit. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm quitting. Yeah, like, <laughs> my dad. I will see myself. Um, <laughs> and then, as they're, like, packing up their shit, they picked up, uh, they were, like, they saw something underneath, um, the typewriter. And so they pulled up the typewriter, and it was those papers that Ew, they had been they looking lost. for. Yeah, but they had just been, like, finished that night. Brand new pieces of paper, and when they pulled them out from the typewriter, they were crumpled and yellow, like they were, like, 100 years old. What the hell? Yeah. Ooh. I have some stories about that place, too. Give me the tea. So, oh, you guys me. are stressing me out. <laughs> and it's getting intense. My friend, um, and we had gone to, like, this concert or something for, like... The super small rapper. Like, we had gotten free tickets or something. Or, like, whatever. Super we'll small. Yeah. Very whatever very we'll nice go, here. like, it's fine. Like, maybe we'll get to meet, like, some cool people, you know? Like, we were, like, stupid 16-year-olds. I think we were 16. And so we went to the concert or whatever, and she had spoken to the rapper beforehand, and that's how we got the free tickets. And so afterwards, we stayed... And we were, like, hanging out with them or whatever. And they're, like, we're staying at the Ben Lomond Hotel. So, and we're having an after party. So do you guys want to come? And we're, like, sure, why not? Like, I'm 16 years old. Yeah, going what do to I have to lose? The car doesn't have to be back until 2 a.m., you know? Like, whatever. And so we follow them there. And um, they had checked into the front desk or whatever. And they were on a, a normal floor, like six or something. 
And so <laughs> we had said, we're here, so-and-so. And they said, okay, we'll page you up, whatever, so you can go up. And just let them know that you're here so they can open the door for you. So we're like, okay, whatever. We get into the main elevator in the lobby, and we hit the floor that they're on. And so, you know, we're minding our own business in the elevator, whatever, and it passes their floor. And so I'm like, okay, well, it's an old elevator. It's probably just, you know, glitching out. Yeah. yeah. And so it keeps going up and up and up, and it stops on the 13th floor. Oh, my God. Mm. And the door's open. No, thank you. <laughs> and it's pitch black. It looks like they're remodeling. There's, like, those painter things up everywhere. The carpet's ripped out, and it's pitch black, except for one light at the very end of the hallway. Oh, hell no. Well, and I do want to know that they, they don't let anyone stay on the 13th no. floor. Mm-hmm. Anymore. They, technically, yeah. <laughs> technically, we asked the front desk after all of this. Technically, the elevator's not even supposed to go to the, thir- the 13th floor. <gasps> it's programmed not to stop the 13th floor anyway because of stupid kids that will say, oh, I'm with so-and-so, whatever, and then pop up to the 13th floor and screw around. Yeah. And a lot of it is because it had been vandalized because of people. There was, like, spray paint all over the walls, stuff like that. That's why they were remodeling. Yeah. yeah. And so no one's allowed to stay up there anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just off limits. So it stops. The elevator doors open. And mind you, I did not know it was the 13th floor of this, like, whole... Thing. Apparently, it's supposed to be like super haunted. There's weird shit that goes on up there all the time, and that's why people aren't allowed to stay up there. I thought it was the 11th floor for the longest time, and so I'm like, whatever, this thing is stupid. So we close the elevator, hit the correct floor again, and we get to the right place. Then we hang out for a little bit, whatever, and they're like, let's go up to the top, like let's go up to the to the roof or whatever, and so. I'm like, well, we probably can't even do that. Like, this is stupid, but whatever. It's Let's stupid. go. Like, we're probably not even allowed up there. So we all get in the elevator, and it does the same fucking thing. It stops at the 13th floor again. But the door's only halfway open this time. Eh. Yeah. And eh. so I'm like, bitch, is this fucking elevator broken now? Like, are we stuck up here? Because the doors have only halfway opened. So I'm, like, panicking because I'm, like, I don't want to get stuck up here. I still don't know that it's the 13th floor that's haunted. And so I'm, like, frantically touching, like, trying to make the doors close. And then it just goes back down again to the correct, like, to their floor. None of us, like, step out of the elevator. Like, I, like, we both, we had all, like, kind of freaked out and, like, looked and been, like, what the fuck, you know? And then afterwards, when we were leaving, that's when I asked the front desk and I was like I think something's wrong with your elevator because it keeps popping us up to the 13th floor every time we get on it and they just like kind of looked at me and my friend and we're like okay well we'll we'll figure it out you know and I was like well does that happen like all the time I am concerned for your guests (laughs) and she was like no just sometimes it like it doesn't it's not programmed correctly or something like it's not even supposed to stop at that floor so like it's we'll figure it out and that was it and then the next day i was talking to my parents about it and like this you know the hotel is like historically known here to be like super haunted and stuff and Mm -hmm. i just never knew anything about it and my dad was like that's the floor 
Like, that's, like, the floor that all of the shit went down on. And I'm like, no, it's the 11th floor. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, no, that's the 13th floor. Like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I didn't know that in the beginning because I probably would have shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I, like, when I looked back at it, I was like, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, that's like, scary. That is freaky. I don't think I was like, hell no. Well, and everyone that I've heard talk about it, too, since they don't let anyone stay up there on the 13th floor, I've, like, known people who have, like, worked there and stuff, and everyone has always been like, yeah, we constantly get calls from the 13th floor. Yep. Constantly. Well, there, I mean, obviously, when people used to stay there and everything, weird shit would happen all the time. Didn't some girl, like, kill herself in the bathtub up there? This is not um, The Shining, people! No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she did. Like, I'm pre- so I'm pretty sure what the issue was is that wasn't she staying in one room and her son was staying in the, in the room, like, next to her, and he had, like, gone to check up on her or something, and she had killed herself in the bathtub, and then he killed himself. If you want a That's fun game, story. I think so. That would actually, actually make sense. My dad told me some sort of story. If you want a fun game, um, take a shot for every single time that we say adjacent. <laughs> adjacent. <laughs> I know. I've been saying adjacent often. Um, She's like keeping a tally. Adjacent. Uh, like that elevator. That so there are two elevators in the Ben Lomond Hotel, and one's for employees only. And then one's for the guests. Like the lobby one, yeah. Yeah. And then the lobby one, and I think this is with most elevators, but they don't, they don't have a, it will skip from 12 to 14. Yeah. And there's not, like, a way. it's supposed to be programmed. Yeah. Yeah. But so my dad, a couple of years ago, my dad said, you know what we should do? He's like, let's rent the, let's rent a room in the Ben Lomond Hotel. And he's like, let's go fuck around. And he's like, look for shit. So we did, and we rented, but my dad, like, knows all the ins and outs of that hotel. Yeah, he used to work there. So yeah. He, so he, he knows how to get up there. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was sneaking us into, he snuck us into the ballroom and into the kitchen um, while we were there, but he took the employee, it was funny, because he took the employee elevator everywhere. Um, I don't know how the fuck we got in there, but the employee <laughs> elevator has uh, the 13th, the above oh, really? the 13th floor, yeah, yeah. but the... Uh, I guess the elevator true. doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. When I think about it, there wasn't a 13th floor button. What? They yeah, just goes from 12 to 14. They yeah. T- yeah, they... And I think that's with most hotels because of, like, superstition. But the employee elevator does have one. The employee elevator had a 13th floor button. Most hotels actually won't even build past 13, past 12. Yeah. They In stop. Vegas, they're like, fuck it. We'll make yeah. it. Yeah, everything's old, though, too. Yeah, now that I think about it, there wasn't even a button for... The That's probably button. why you didn't even think about it. Well, yeah, because it's like, well, it doesn't even cross your mind if you don't see it. And I didn't know, so it's like, it didn't even... I well, didn't it. should anyone be listening and want to stay at the Ben Loman Hotel, it is now the Bigelow Hotel. And I also do want to make a note that they are tearing it down. They They're are. tearing it down? Yeah. Yeah. They're when? tearing that one down and then the one behind it. They're Are you serious? Mm-hmm. When? I think next. I knew didn't we yeah. talk about this? No, I'm, I'm trying, trying to have a protest for this. Hold yeah. on. Does anyone want to rally up and protest this? Because that... No. They already have the budget for it. Um, well, let's take the budget. Let's steal it. And let's fucking protest that. Okay, no one arrests Emily, though, because this is all... They're taking 
down that hotel and the hotel behind it and putting up more of those apartments. Arkansas City can suck my fucking dick if they think I'm going to let them take down my fucking hotel. PSA, PSA. She's like, I have shares in this hotel, so give me. Well, that's like a part of Arkansas history and they're going to take it down. Not my stock. I'm actually pissed about this. I'm, I'm talking chuffed about this right now. Yeah. I just took it my pockets. I'm fucking pissed. Define chuffed. Yeah, no fucking... I don't know. All I'm saying is they have a hundred. For fucking what? Apartments? A, a fucking apartment? Are you serious? We're just gonna take down a piece of our history like that? Oh hell! Oh, I'm just a group, motherfucker. I'm just a group. I mean, really? Is no one else as pissed off as I am about this shit? I've never been there. That's a part of our history. That's part of our. $124 million. I don't give a fuck about their fucking budget. <laughs> they can take all their budget and they can build apartments in fucking somewhere else. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> what? How about they take their fucking budget and put it into fucking, uh, I don't know, maybe something productive, maybe about the homelessness here. I don't fucking know. But they're really just going to tear down a piece of our fucking history. Are you, are you serious? I can feel my neck veins popping out. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> Let's turn down a piece of all this right about those fucking apartments. <laughs> I really shouldn't have no I shouldn't have said anything. I really <laughs> Oh my god, it hurts! <laughs> I'm fucking crying. RIP to the headphone users. <laughs> Dog in here now, so. <laughs> yeah, things have gotten progressively loud. Wilder comes in, she's like, I can see you're triggered. Let me give you a kiss. I need to like show. Right? <laughs> oh. And I'm doing all right. <laughs> Since when? When did they like? When? I don't know. I can pull up the article. I'll send I, you I the like article. That. Later. I like that. Yeah. You I said, need to see. I'm what was a strongly worded letter. The Rush, Rush area. Tiny girl's letter. Well, let's start a revolution. Are you guys not in on it with me? Rush, Rush area 51. Rush area 51, but instead it's Rush, uh. Rush the middle. You know what? They can tear it down, but they're taking me down with it. They want to kill me. You want to kill me? You're gonna. You're gonna chain yourself to one of the poles. I swear to God, I will. I actually swear to God, I will actually chain myself to that fucking hotel. And you know what? The ghosts will be on it with me. <laughs> I'm sure. They'll be like Baby Yoda and like use the forces to like bend the tractor in half. Yeah. Baby, Baby Yoda. You wanna fuck with me and my ghost army? Have at it, bitch. My ghost army. Oh yeah, brother. Sounds like the song of like a May Day parade. My ghost army. I'm gonna write a song about it. She's gonna write a song about it, plaster it all over Facebook and YouTube. She like is protesting at the audience. She's like, the Ben Loman Hotel (laughs) was my favorite place to go. (laughs) Don't tear it down, or I will off myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. 
that's funny. Oh, well, gosh. I will be looking into stories of the Ben Loman. Calm down. And the okay. Weeping Widow. Oh, the Weeping Widow. And the Nunnery. And the Nunnery. And I will make sure to gather all of the data and come back to you guys with points for next week. So. Should we uh should we sign off here? Should yeah. we uh after Emily's little spurt. Sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> R.I.P. headphone users. <laughs> if anyone would like to start white a revolution with me. my Valentino white bag. <laughs> you said if anyone wants to start a revolution with Emily, y'all better send us some fucking emails. Yeah, send us stories. Why haven't you guys? It's fucking lame at this point. Um, well, let's start. You know what? I have a good idea. I'm going to make a group. <laughs> and we're going to meet. We're going to make posters. Well, you better get on top of it because oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to tear it down pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking dare them. I dare them, too. <laughs> well, uh, what, what's the email again, Amanda, to send those to? It's the Sad Girls Club with two Bs at gmail.com. With two Bs. Don't you forget the, the that second B. one. Yeah. The double B. I guess we're going to sign out so uh, Emily can have her aneurysm on the floor. And aneurysm. <laughs> I get off, we sign off, and I just start screaming. <laughs> okay. Really? Okay. Bye, We're going guys. Out. Bye-bye.